hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Now, I know that might sound a bit airy-fairy and magical and too good to be true. Well, it is pretty magical, but trust me, this is a place for real conversations, for real people like you that can use things like that right now to change your life and maybe create a little magic of your own. There's no bullshit here. It's not how I roll. So if you're down to talk about real things, well, all of the things, then this is the place for you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day. So I am on like a stream of inspiration today. Actually, the last few days have been like this. Um, And it basically prompted me to stop everything I was doing and sit down and record this for you right now. I wasn't going to record until tomorrow, but here we are. Um, I want to tell you about a few things that kind of lead up to this conversation. And this is something that is so deep in me. So I feel so called to speak about. I talk about it often. And I was listening to a talk, a keynote that Gary Vaynerchuk did. I was listening to it. Actually, this is the third time I've listened to it. It's one of those things where there's like so many nuggets that I just could not process all of them in the first couple of times that I've listened to it. So I keep revisiting it. And today I felt called to revisit it while I was getting ready. So basically what that means is I'll either put it on my little speaker or I'll put my headphones in. And while I'm like walking around the house, you know, putting away laundry or doing dishes or doing my hair or my makeup, whatever, I'll listen to some sort of content if I feel so inclined. Um, So today was that day. So as I'm listening, something stuck out to me um, that I really, gosh, the way he described it was just so incredible. And something that I'm so grateful for is that I've worked really hard to get to a place where my self-awareness and my productivity are at a place where they're in like really beautiful harmony. The, The need I have for peace and quiet and calmness and downtime mixes really well with the amount of productivity and the amount of shit I get done basically. And it's, it's something that I have to keep tabs on all the time, meaning I have to stay true to my plan or to what, you know, listening to myself and making sure that, you know, in those moments where I feel exhausted or I'm tired or just don't want to do that, I have to ask myself, okay, so is this your soul talking and it needs some space or is this you just avoiding doing the work, right? We all have those moments. So doing that work every day and, you know, some of the things that I've talked about in the past couple of podcasts really shine a little bit of light on the best ways to do that um, within your own life. So you can start to create that space. And it's definitely like anything else. I always use the analogy, like you go into the gym, right? And you just don't go into the gym for a week and then have all this definition and muscles and all this strength. It's something that you have to do continuously and put effort into um, and have patience for it to come into fruition and for you to basically like reap the benefits of doing the work consistently. And it's the same thing with your mindset practice and creating mindfulness and self-awareness. It's the same thing too with, you know, 
increasing your mental health and your emotional health, better relationships, things like that. It all comes with time and consistency, um, being true to the overall mission or objective that you have all the time though. So checking in with yourself on a regular basis. I'm just telling you that because by doing that, I've allowed myself the freedom and I'm so grateful for it where when I have moments like I just did while listening to Gary talk, I can stop what I'm doing and follow that stream of creativity, which is what allows me to write so much and do videos and do podcasts and all that stuff is just because like I've created this space to where, you know, me stopping right now to do this isn't drastically, you know, affecting or ruining my day. I didn't have calls until this afternoon. So I have the space to do this. And then the time I had allotted for it later in the week, I will use for something else. So anyway, just like a little nugget as far as like why I talk so much about mindfulness is because it allows you the freedom and the space and the capacity to do things that are joyful to you, do things that you want to do, do things that light you up, do things that are adding to the collective of your reality that you want to create. Basically, you know, this is called lifestyle creations for a reason. So this piece of content that I'm referring to from Gary, I'll actually link it below in the show notes. It's about an hour long and, um, it's totally freaking worth it. So I don't know if you guys know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, and some of you probably do. Um, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I'm a massive fan of Gary's, mainly because a lot for a long period of time, people were misunderstanding the fuck out of him. What I mean by that is people thought that what Gary was saying was that everyone needed to hustle and grind the way that he does. And what they were failing to see was the fact that not only was he doing that because he loves it and that's what makes him happy, but also he has a balanced family life. He he takes care of his health. You know, he trains every day with his personal trainer. Um, He takes care of his people. Like what he's doing brings him so much fucking joy. And that's the part that a lot of people weren't paying attention to because Yes, everything that you're going to create takes a lot of hard work. Absolutely. It takes hard work, dedication, and consistency, no matter what it is. But if you're pushing to do something that Gary Vee is doing because of who Gary Vee is, and it's not what lights you up, and it's not what you're passionate about, like you're missing the fucking point. And he's been saying this, and and now I'd say over the past year, he's probably been saying this much more blunt in that capacity because he was realizing that there was this this disconnect and this like misinterpretation where people thought that he was basically saying, if you're not hustling like me, you're fucking failing. And that's not what he's saying at all. And I've always heard the deeper aspects. I've always seen through that and actually listened to what he was saying, not just the surface level, like rah, rah, happy. Oh my gosh, he's so successful because he makes money and he has, you know, a videographer like woohoo, let's go be like Gary Vee. So many people look at this surface level success of people and they don't look at the depth and the the behind the scenes, basically the other things that they're doing, even when somebody like him is showing them all of the fucking behind the scenes, like you're in and out of his office, you're in the cab with him, you're in the airport with him. Like if you watch the Gary V or um, ask Gary V, what's it called? No, the daily V is the one that's the behind the scenes. If you watch that, 
you see all this shit. You see him running from place to place to place and how he's able to get into his office, get focused, get shit done and go on to the next thing. That takes practice, guys. That takes practice. That takes commitment. That takes having very strong leadership skills, but that also takes having a lot of control or of your own mind, meaning you have the capacity, you have the self-awareness, you have the mindfulness, you have the space for you to be able to focus in on these conversations and get shit done in that capacity and move on to the next thing. Most people, if you don't have, well, not most people, just this is literally psychology. If you don't have that control or haven't done that work and don't continuously do that work on yourself, then you can't operate that way. Not successfully and not sustainably. That's a big thing in my coaching. That's a big thing in my world is there's a lot of fads. There's a lot of really cool trends. There's a lot of great hot topic words that you hear people talking about and everyone gets real fucking excited and jumps on the bandwagon. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but the bad part is, is some of those things aren't fucking sustainable. Meaning if you're going to cut out like a lot of times diet's just like the easiest example. But if you're going to say, I'm only going to eat, you know, X, Y, and Z food and that's it for the rest of my fucking life, basically, right? Maybe you're going to get some results. Like you might lose a bunch of weight. You might feel really great. But the moment that you alter from that at all, everything fucking changes, meaning you're sick or you gain the weight back like in a fucking day, like whatever it might be, you don't have the food, you're not eating at all because it's not available. That food, you know, regimen you're on is not available to you anywhere. Like, I mean, you can't buy it at the store if you need to real quick, if you're in, you know, a pinch or if you travel, you're in the airport or you're in a hotel or whatever, like that shit's not sustainably available to you. Nine times out of 10, you're going to have to find another source of food or you're not going to eat both of which are not the answer that, you know what I mean, aren't going to keep you on that, that same path of getting the results. But that result is coming from something that's not sustainable. So basically what you're doing, that's why people have so many peaks and valleys is because you're creating this situation where, you know, it's not sustainable. And then you feel like shit about yourself when you, when you revert back and you start kind of backstepping and, you know, some of your results start to go away. It's like, dude, you're setting yourself up for that though, by deciding to jump on a bandwagon instead of looking and saying, okay, is this the right fit for me? Just because my favorite influencer on Instagram says this is the right thing, or this person says to use this thing, is this going to be sustainable for me? Is it the right fit for me? Does it fit my lifestyle? Yes or no? Like those types of things, you have to ask yourself those questions. Insert self-awareness here, right? insert having the capacity to be present in the moments to make those fucking decisions for yourself. So when you're doing that and you're able to then create the sustainability there, that's when you can build and build and build. So one of the things that I talk about a lot is foundation. Um, I believe that my concept of intentional living is what builds the foundation in our lives. Meaning if you're, you know, this is no secret, like look at house building or anything like that, you know, construction capacity. If the foundation isn't solid and isn't strong, the house isn't going to be right. If the frame on your car is bent or broken, you're going to have some issues with your car. Everything that's sitting on top of that frame isn't necessarily going to be able to behave or, or work the way that it's supposed to. 
It might for a while. Same thing with your house. If your foundation is shitty and broken and cracked, your house might be okay for a while, but eventually you're going to start having issues. You're going to have cracks up the walls. You're going to have leaks. You're going to have, you know, whatever, all these problems. So that concept is something I talk about so much. And what people don't seem to grasp is that it's the same fucking thing within you and then within your business or your job or your family or your health, any of those things, but it all comes back to you. Like your number one priority needs to be your foundation. And the reason is, is because without that, you might be able to fake it for a while, but eventually it's going to knock you on your ass. Eventually it's going to blow up in your face. Eventually the thing, you know, just shit's built on wobbly ground. It's like a house of cards, right? You never know what's going to knock it down, but something's going to, because it's not solid. So listening to this conversation from Gary, what he was, he was going and talking all kinds of things, right? But he was talking about how there's just like, you know, some people out there are like, you know, you should look the part to be the part or fake it till you make it like that kind of bullshit. And it's like, I agree that that's not the answer. Like faking it till you make it like, no, dude, like, yes, I believe absolutely you put yourself in the mindset of the person or the situation you're wanting to create. I agree with that. But the fake it till you make it thing, like it's, it's literally telling your subconscious such a mixed fucking signal. First of all, it's not even funny, but when we start to create a lie, when we start to create something like that, it's built on a, it's not built on a foundation. It's built on lies, right? Lies always come out eventually. Um, or they fucking kill you in the process, right? Like how many times in your life have you told a lie? We all have. And then you have to keep it up. You have to remember to keep it up. Well, let me tell you something that takes up a lot of fucking space in your mind. So instead, if you just tell the truth and you just do you and you allow yourself to be a little bit vulnerable, but you allow yourself to take some fucking responsibility for where you are right now and what you're doing and say, you know what? Like, this is just my truth and I'm working on it and I'm doing the things or whatever, or maybe you're not doing the things that is a choice, but you get to choose to own that or not. Right. You get to choose to own it. Like, I love the quote, if you're not changing it, you're choosing it. And that is something that, write that shit on your fucking mirror, for real. If you're not changing it, you're choosing it. And that is okay. But you need to take responsibility for that choice, right? I just wrote a newsletter the other day about choices. It was just, it's just a fact, it's, but it's a self-responsibility thing. Like, you have to take the responsibility for that. But most people don't want to look their own shit in the face. So, okay, let me get back to what Gary was saying. If you can't tell, like, this is my shit. This conversation is just like everything to me because it's everything. It's everything that people need to talk more about. So let me get to what he was saying. He was like, everybody's over here worried about creating a fancy sink, buying a fancy sink, like, you know, this marble, beautiful sink that you're putting into your house when the fucking well is what's broken. Same thing. So you're worried about this, what people are seeing from you when your fucking foundation is broken, right? Like, so you can get the fanciest sink you can buy and go into debt for it, right? And people might perceive you a little bit differently because you have this really fucking fancy sink. But what they don't know is that the well needs fixing. The well is broken. So here's the thing. Everyone around you might not know that your well is broken, but you fucking do. 
So at the end of the day, you know what's what's a facade and what's the truth. You have to sit down with that at the end of the day. You have to, in the moments of quiet before you go to bed or when you're driving in your car or you're doing the dishes or whatever that is, you're sitting with that truth. And it doesn't feel good to anybody to know that you're faking it, basically, that you're pretending to be something that you're not. So owning that, you know, my well is fucking broken. How can I fix this? What if, oh, magic, magic secret here, guys. What if we took the energy that we're expelling, the energy that we're spending on keeping up a facade or lying or pretending like things are perfect? What if we took that energy and we fixed our well? Because guess what happens? The well being broken will eventually be something you have to fucking deal with if you want happiness. 100% that well will be something that you have to eventually give some attention and deal with. It's just the truth. So what if you realize too that this energy that you're spending on lying or pretending or avoiding maybe, it's exhausting and it's sacred energy that you have within you that you could be putting towards something productive, something that's serving you when Something that's healing you, that's building that solid foundation, that solid well, so that you can go get a fancy sink if you want to. And guess what? Once you get that fancy sink, like it's a whole different feeling when you know that your well is fixed and secure and good. Same thing, right? So, what we also don't seem to realize is that when we're, you know, faking it till we make it, or we're wearing this face, this mask, this facade, when we're telling these lies and just not facing our own shit. That's what leads to anxiety. That's what leads to depression. That's what leads to self-worth issues. That's what leads to lack of fucking motivation. Because again, at the end of the day, you know the truth and that shit wears down on, on you. I don't care who you are. There's a, there's a line that Tony has said to me from the moment we met and it's imposters will always be revealed. And of course that phrase can go a lot of different directions. But in this capacity, like you can only keep up that fakeness for for so long before it tears you down and then you have to start over. So it's like, what if you make the choice now to say, hmm, where what's the root of this feeling? Do I really want to do this business or this job? Do I really want to do this, this or this? Every day I'm so exhausted. What can I figure out? to make that less of my reality? How do I figure out how to have more energy? Well, let me tell you the fucking answer. It's not drinking shitloads of Monster and more coffee than you can, you know, guzzle. That's not the answer to have more energy, guys. That's the answer to amplify your issue of exhaustion overall. But see, we don't want to take the time, nor do we have, we've not allowed ourselves to create the capacity to look at deeper, to find the root of things, to heal the root of things. Because when you heal the root of things, guess what happens? There's no more, there's no longer a problem. There's no longer a problem there. Like it's like removing a cancerous tumor, right? It's gone. Do you need to check up to make sure that that bitch didn't grow back? Absolutely. Just like you do with negative thoughts and self-doubt and you know, unworthiness and lack of confidence or depression or anxiety, like those things have the opportunity to grow up again and to be fueled by whatever you choose to fuel them with. Or 
you can take away their power by paying attention to them, by saying, okay, why do I feel this way? What's the root of it? Here's the part that's why this isn't a mainstream conversation and why most people might have actually turned off this conversation by now. If you're still still hanging with me, like air high five to you, you're a fucking rock star. Most people don't want to have this conversation because it's not pretty. It's not fun. It's not exciting to look at this. It doesn't feel good in the moments. It doesn't feel good to look at your own shit and say, you know what? Why did I react that way? Or why do I feel this way? Or what am I really doing? And owning that, being proud of that. Because let me tell you something, your vulnerability, your truth is more powerful than anything else. Anything else, a hundred percent. So when you have that be your truth, then you get to choose from that moment to own that and let that be powerful and grow off of that because that's a solid fucking foundation, guys. That's a solid foundation. I hope this is resonating. I hope this makes sense. Um, The reason this conversation is so important to me is because You know, I noticed about, I don't know, three years ago, probably that self-worth is an, is an epidemic guys, like men, women, all age ranges, married, single, divorced, mothers, fathers, you know, of all sexual orientations, of all types of success or businesses, of all of these backgrounds. I talk to different people and I get very in-depth with my clients. I know the ins and outs of their lives. I know the intimate pieces of their relationships. I know a lot of things about them. And what I realize is is that the root of most of our issues across the board is self-worth. And it fucking breaks my heart. The other part too, though, is I know it because I have it too. I have self-worth issues that I have to deal with and pay attention to every day so they don't get out of hand so that my foundation is strong and solid and I can own that shit and deal with it and handle it, right? So I started going down this like amazing path of researching and observation and doing the work and to learn more about self-worth. And how we can start combating this at a younger age so that this doesn't become, continue to be such an epidemic across the board for people. But in, And that's a different conversation for a different day. But in that journey and in this journey of just observing and, and basically collecting data along the way, I've realized that, you know, by what the mainstream world or social um, contracts or social programming or conditioning has told us is that we aren't supposed to talk about our feelings if they're not great, happy, joyful feelings. If we talk about our feelings that aren't joyful, then we're being dramatic or we're being um, an attention whore or we're creating all these, you know, you guys know all the different labels and things that are given to us growing up, especially, I know I felt a lot of that. Um, What we're doing by not choosing to acknowledge our emotions, no matter what they are, is we're feeding and fueling depression and anxiety in our country, especially like that's why so many people are on medication for depression and anxiety. And what really fucking busts my bubble or what's bust my ass, whatever. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Oh boy. But what really, really irks me, I guess I should say, is that there are doctors out there prescribing antidepressants to people 
and that's all they're doing. They're handing somebody an antidepressant instead of helping them get to the root of the fucking depression. Like what I mean by that is I understand that the depression isn't just something that you can get to the root of and it goes away. I know that it's a lot deeper and more than that. But what I also know to be true is that talk therapy, and there's a lot of different types of tapping and cognitive behavioral therapy. There's a lot of things that come along with really treating depression and anxiety to where it's manageable, to where you have more control over it. And that doesn't include just giving someone a prescription. So this stuff that we're talking about keeps you on the opposite end of the spectrum as far as that depression and anxiety taking over, but just being able to own our own realities and deal with our own situations and be able to then mold them to what we want. And instead of, you know, going into the world thinking that we have to do X, Y, and Z because, you know, our mom said so when we were 12 or, you know, Aunt Sally one time said that, if you do this, then that means you're a bad person. Well, what? Like Aunt Sally didn't even know the context and what she said didn't make any sense. You know, all of those things, it's, it's more so that we need to take responsibility for our own space, our own emotions, our own behavior. And by doing so, we build the solid foundation and we keep a solid foundation by continuing to do that work. And the cool part though is, and that's why when you build a fucking house on top of that, that house isn't going to budge, dude. Like you can, you can add on to that house. You can re, um, redecorate it anytime you want to. You can move the kitchen to the other side of the house if you want to. Any of that shit, anything you want to do to your life and your body and your own mind and your own spirit and everything once you have a solid foundation, you can do whatever you want to because that is the root of everything. And that is fucking sustainable. That's what allows you to have sustainability across the board as well. Um, so here's, let's wrap, come back to some, you know, some points here. And the reason I say this is I feel like when I have these conversations, I really hope they're sinking in. I really hope that it's may, it's resonating with you guys and that you're having aha moments, or maybe you're just like, yeah, maybe it's just some encouragement, or maybe it says, you know what, I do need to look at my own shit, whatever it might be. Maybe it's just, you know, plugging in and getting some motivation, but I also really want you to walk away with something like a tangible thing you can do. So again, I'm going to go back to the mindfulness practice, like, but allowing yourself, give yourself the permission to just be you. And if that's fucking scary, because trust me, I know, because I'm a walking fucking contradiction and I love every minute of it now, but there was a time that it scared the shit out of me and I used to apologize for it and I used to hide it and make excuses for it all the time. But the way that you get away from that and you could start to strengthen that muscle of confidence and start to strengthen your ability to really be comfortable and own who you are is by looking it in the face. And here's what I mean by that. I don't mean you need to go on social media and announce it to the world. You can, if you feel so inclined, it can have healing properties. But at the same time, you got to get intimate with your own shit first. So there's two things that I suggest that you do. One is get it out of your head, look at it, think about it, talk about it. And here's what I mean. You can do two things. Two options for that one is one is journaling, meaning literally just open a blank page and just write. Like if something happened that you didn't like that day, write, write about it. Why do I feel this way? What is this? 
but don't write about it as if you're like talking trash, you know, and you're super pissed, like dig into you, the part you played into it. Why did you feel that way? Where does that feeling come from? And just let it flow. Just let it flow. And you can throw that thing away when you're done with it. Burn it if you want to, if you're scared about people seeing it, but get it out. So if you don't want to do the journaling prompt uh, process, what you can also do is record a video. Here's what I mean. Set up your phone in front of you, turn on the video and record yourself just talking, ramble it out, cry if you want to. I'll tell you what, I cry more on videos when I'm talking to myself like that than anything else, (laughs) but it feels good and it gets it out there and it really had those aha moments by allowing myself to just talk it through, talk it out. Um, And then you can delete the video when you're done. Um, For those of you who maybe watched Grace and Frankie on Netflix, Frankie does this technique. That's who I actually took it from. And then later on in life realized and through my research, I've learned that it's actually um, a therapy technique that is recommended to people because it's very therapeutic and it's really healing. Um, So doing that is a big thing. So those two are options under the first thing, which is getting intimate with your own feelings and, and really paying attention to that and allowing yourself to get to know you and what makes you, you, because you get to define that guys. Like what aunt Sally said 10 years ago about you or what your coworker said about you when you were 17 doesn't fucking define who you are. Like you, who you are is up to you to define that, you know, and it's scary. I get it. Cause some of that stuff that you allowed to be part of your identity might not be part of your identity anymore. But I'll tell you what, on the other side of recognizing that and letting that shit go is freedom. You feel so much lighter, so much lighter. So the other thing that I wanted to tell you guys is get outside. And here's why. What I mean, I don't care if it's cold. I do it when it's cold too. 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes, go outside in nature, breathe it in, look around and notice things that are beautiful. Don't go outside and, oh, it's fucking cold. Oh, it's damp. This is nasty. It smells bad out here, blah, blah, blah. No, go outside, take some deep breaths, look up into the sky. Like think about the world that you live in, right? Like look at the trees, look at the color of the leaves, smell the air. Like, I don't know about you, but I love the smell of snow. Like it's so amazing and how peaceful and quiet snow is. It's so cool, but go out there and enjoy it. You know, I just experienced this with my parents over the weekend, actually, Um, I totally hijacked their Saturday and had them go with me on a little adventure and it was chilly out. I'd say maybe like 35 during the day. And there's this little town, like old town part, um, not too far from me. And we went over there to go to these couple little shops and we had to park far away because it's Saturday. So they were busy and it's like cobblestone streets, right? So we had to park a little far away and take a little walk, right? Well, we all had coats on and gloves and stuff. But like my mom and dad would certainly not normally do that because it's cold outside. They're not going to go take a stroll in the fucking cold. But they did with me that day. And at the beginning, they were a little complainy, right? And as we went in and out of stores, I started pointing out the beautiful things about how cold it was and beautiful things about the day. Like the sun was shining and that there's not a breeze. So it's, you know, not so bad. And it's really warm inside the stores. So this and that and the other thing. You know, I started pointing out the positive things. And by the time we were walking back to the car after our day, they were both talking about how, man, it was so nice. Gosh, that was such a nice day. Like we're going to sleep so good tonight. You know, all of these things, but it's all about shifting your perspective and what you're focusing on. And if you practice that, 
every single day. Like I do it in my house. I do it everywhere on purpose because it shifts my mindset and my focus. When you do that, you can start to have more calm and less chaos inside of you, a lot more gratitude, which gives you space and capacity to do this other work as far as, far as building that foundation and really you know, being true to who you are and starting to make that part of your mission so that instead of having just a really fancy sink with a broken well underneath of it, you have a solid well that you can put any fucking sink on top of, right? And it's going to do its job and it's going to serve you. That's the whole purpose of a foundation is having something there, solid, steady, dependable, that can serve you and whatever it is that you want to do in your life and out in the world, in your relationships, all of those things. It all starts with a solid foundation. Ha! So I'm going to wrap it up and leave it there. I hope this was helpful. Um, I would really appreciate it if you guys haven't already, if you can leave a review for the podcast and rate it. That would be amazing. That helps get this message in front of more people. If you do feel like this could be something other people would benefit from, shooting someone a text with the link or sharing it onto your stories online is a really great way to help me get this word across. And it's also a little something you can feel nice and good about doing if you're sharing this with someone who you think can benefit from it. But I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you helping me make this a reality and get this out there. And as always, if you have any questions, there's an email address below. Feel free to email me. And I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Until next time, have an awesome day.